Rendezvous, mon livre, and welcome to another spellbinding episode of Sequel Pitch, the podcast where film-loving friends review a movie and then show Hollywood what a real sequel looks like. I'm your host, Andy Henry, and joining me this episode are two bullies who have stolen my shoes and shaved their names into the back of their heads. It's the XL Viking, Matt Rushton. What's up? Andrew Toynbee. Hello there. Now, listeners, as you may remember, Ross accidentally turned himself invisible last episode, and since then he has turned to witchcraft in order to bring himself back. <laughs> Unfortunately, the potion he used didn't turn himself visible, but instead transported him to Salem in the 1960s, and he's currently standing trial of being a time-travelling witch. We wish him well and hope he's back next episode. So, with the sequel coming out this Halloween, or maybe out now, I can't remember when the uh, actual film's out. It's very we soon. We watched the 19... It's very soon. The 1993 family classic Hocus Pocus. Ah, and in case you've, it's been a while since you've seen it, let me ma- wave my magic wand and behold! So not a family ah, smoke. movie. So not a family movie. <laughs> Our synopsis appears. <laughs> a wild synopsis appears. A wild synopsis. <laughs> We open in 1693 with a boy, Thackeray Binks, waking up to find his sister has been lured into the forest by witches. Binks follows them to their cottage and learns the witches, the Sanderson sisters, plan to suck the life out of Binks' sister in order to make them young and beautiful again. Binks fails to save his sister and gets turned into a black cat before the townspeople show up and hang the witches. But before the witches die, they use uh, their spellbook to cast a curse that will resurrect them on a future Halloween night. Binks, cursed, uh, cursed so he cannot die, decides to guard the college, uh, cottage so no one can bring the witches back to life. Uh, three centuries later, in 1993, we meet Max Dennison, the new kid at school who sees things differently and just can't fit in. He takes his younger sister, Danny, out trick-or-treating, where they meet Alison, a girl at school Max asked out in the middle of the class. The three visit the former Sanderson cottage and Max inadvertently resurrects the witches. The three manage to escape with the witches' spellbook and Binks... Uh, and Binks, who explains the grave danger the world is now in, as the witches intend to suck the life out of all the children in Salem before morning, or they will burst into dust. After some cat and mouse games where the witches try to find the children and their spell book, and after a quick steam in the pottery kiln, the witches find they only have enough potion to suck the life out of one child before morning, and they try to kidnap Danny, but Max sacrifices himself, drinking the potion. The witches try to suck the life out of Max, but the sun comes up, saving him and blowing the witches up. With the witch's curse broken, Binks' spirit now joins his family, and we have a happy ending. Or do we? As we see the witch's spellbook still alive with magic. Mm. Does that mean the sisters will return? Yes, obviously it does. Yep, probably does. (laughs) (laughs) Right then, boys. First thoughts, and was it a classic growing up, Drew? Well, yeah, you've kind of preempted it. This, This film, in my mind, is iconic. I have so many so many vivid memories of moments from this film mm. like um Doug Jones as as Billy the the zombie getting <laughs> his fingers cut off by the manhole cover yeah. and Binks the cat being run over and then reinflating and um the the witch the last one to explode on a broomstick at the very end um going oh <laughs> like i distinctly remember so much of this movie and so i was really excited to watch it i've not watched it for a very long time and yeah. it's not very good <laughs> i mean we're, we're getting to it but it definitely doesn't hold up compared to i was the same when i was a young boy i think maybe every halloween or around there is definitely one of my uh, ones that the family watched and again watching it again this time I was a bit like oh man yeah a lot has changed Matt you said it wasn't a, a it was non-family friendly I don't know man I just <laughs> when I sit my girls down and watch this 
<laughs> Probably not. Um, it's yeah. I mean, well, the, until the what, beginning, what? like they they hmm. drain the life force out of a little girl, and they don't overplay well, it. That's, but I mean, Russell, as... it's Russ's kind of movie. Oh yeah, yeah the child children murder. die. Yeah. yeah. We well, we should point out. I want to point out. They don't suck the life out of Emily Binks's sister at the start. They try to. They fail, and then she just drinks the potion anyway. No, they. And she just sits there. They, no, they, they don't. Do they don't her they her, her hair it. turns white, and they get younger. They do succeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In but that they bit. don't feed her the potion. She like voluntarily drinks the potion. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, why you could have stopped the movie right well, I mean, there? I feel like there's bag. about ten times in this movie that I go. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah. The fact that suddenly, yeah. like, she waits for her two sisters to get beat up, and then suddenly she electrocutes him the first time. I'm like, oh, she's a sister. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That was a, that was a expecting moment, but why wait until your sisters get your ass kicked? In? Yeah, there are a, an awful lot of moments in this movie mm. where the witches could use magic to do stuff, and they yeah. just don't. <laughs> and and it's like it is a kids movie like they it's it's i i felt the same as you matt watching the beginning and the little girl goes and they turn the boy into a cat and they all get hanged and it's like well crikey this is Mm. actually kind of intense and like yeah there is a zombie and a cat being run over and it's trying to be it's very much trying to be a kids movie but it's sort of intense and so and so it just kind of doesn't do either bit well enough for me <laughs> just leaves you having to answer too many questions don't it as a parent like i, mm-hmm. I enjoyed watching holes, it i yeah. took a moment just to notice the rating on disney plus and it's yeah. nine plus i'm like since when has nine plus been a rating that isn't esrb is it that's not coming from a bloody official book anywhere it's like oh, i just can't be asked kids over nine will get it kids under nine yeah it's just yeah that'll be fine hassle trying to explain what they're watching <laughs> um we got to talk about the three big stars then the main three sisters who they do have a lot of fun they're the best part of the film well yeah obviously. exactly i um yeah, go on then. Well, yeah, I no, just to agree with you, like I, I was, I was about to say, if you hadn't, if you hadn't done a segue already, there is a, there <laughs> oh, is a lot in this film that I really, really like, um, like the fact that Doug Jones is in it, like the iconic monster <laughs> man as a zombie is yeah. great. The three witches are having an absolute blast, and when they're being silly, fun, like mm. wacky witches. It really works for me. Thora Birch as uh, as little Danny, I yeah. thought was really good. Um, the 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 girl, the woman now, the the girl who played Alison, I was so convinced. I was like, "Holy sh! Is that Hilary Swank?" And it's not, but no. she really looks like Hilary Swank. Mm. Um, yeah, there there is <laughs> there is a lot to love, and those three clearly just having a whale of a time is a big selling point. Like, I'm pretty sure it was my mum who encouraged the watching of this movie when I was younger. And yeah. there is fun to be had, but God, it's mm. just so full of holes. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Matt, do you like The Witches? Oh, mate, I bloody love them. Like, they are by far <laughs> the best part of this movie. And, you know, from an actor's yeah. perspective, like, watching it as an actor is by far the most enjoyable bit, thinking just how much <laughs> yeah. fun... And how much money they, they got paid uh... to have that much fun on set. It's just like Sarah mm. Jessica Parker, you know, she's coming up through bloody Sex in the City at this point. <laughs> got bloody Bette Midler in there, for God's sake. Like, it's yeah. <laughs> such yeah. fun casting. 
I like when they are uh, trying all the new all the new things, obviously like roads or anything like that. Um, yeah, all yeah, the fish that, out of water jokes still yeah. actually still make me laugh. Kind of, um, and they push. Yeah, they push. They they come up to a road. Is it a fire lake or a lead lake or whatever? They yeah. push one of them in, and then yeah, it's a good laugh. And I I I I I from watching it as a kid, I didn't remember the bit where they meet the man dressed as the devil and they're all calling him master but yeah the, the fa- turned, when it? when well i was expecting when the wife came downstairs i was like oh they're gonna get murdered and instead mm. the witches get chased out by a small dog <laughs> but there's one tiny moment in there um sarah jessica parker asks the the old guy dressed as the devil for a dance yeah. and he he turns and looks down the barrel of the camera he gives a look straight to camera for like a quarter of a second and i just caught it while i was watching it, it was hilarious like really really mm. there's some very funny moments <laughs> in this movie what about uh what about our actual one of our protagonists the max max dennison mm. <laughs> he's, he's fine he's I love the opening scene when he's like just disagreeing with everyone and stuff it literally screamed I'm new and I'm different and no one gets me yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't have a skateboard rather than a bike yeah. it's all he's yeah. missing isn't it right? he's um, just the walking cliche that's <laughs> how I see him he's just a walking yeah. cliche the whole movie and you know what it kind of the fact that he ultimately saves the day mm. at the end and he's like oh thank you for lighting the black candles like no you're a dickhead for lighting it why did you light <laughs> yeah. it why california boy did you come over here thinking i'm gonna do something different <laughs> i'll show you what it's like needs to impress allison Jesus. yeah, that was it, yeah. I, well the thing is number in class he was he this this cat binks is his task now is basically to protect the cottage and let no one light that fucking candle and max tries once and he jumps on his shoulders and max is like ah oh i'm gonna try again now and he lights the candle like 300 years this cat has been guarding it and you're like mate you yeah don't believe for a second what did you do this is is as much the cat's fault as it is max 20 50 times in that three hundred ah, years, but, but not by a virgin. <laughs> not by which, yeah. which I also I like. Obviously, that went well over my head watching that as a kid, and I was like, mm. "That's pretty funny that he has to admit he's a virgin." It was such a big joke, and I forgot like that was such a big thing in like I guess the nineties of just like you're a virgin. Yeah. Yes, of course. I'm like fucking like fourteen <laughs> or fifteen. I, I wrote it in my <laughs> pitch, and I even took it out. I was like, I can't even sit here and have this high school banter bullying. In it's twenty twenty two, man. I'm letting yeah. it go. I'm letting oh, the it bullies. Go. We haven't mentioned the bullies. Do we like the bullies? What's the name? Uh, Ice. Oh, what's the other guy's name? Derek. I don't know. The the dumb Something one. Like yeah, they were fun and served a purpose. But um, what purpose to make us feel I sorry? Know, I felt for they could Max. have been used a bit more. Like, they serve no other purpose a, yeah, than to well, make us feel sorry for Max, so he's not a complete douchebag. Like that's the only reason they're I there. Was, I, they stole his shoes, and I was a bit like, oh, maybe he, uh, you know, gets one over them, over the, on them, or you know, helps them, or something, redeem something. But at the end, he just steals his shoes back. Yeah. And do they bullies? Do the bullies actually ever kind of like get out of those cages? Who knows? I mean, we'll talk yeah, about that there's... later, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's the fact that if he genuinely walks away and no one misses him, they die in those cages. Yeah. Like he—he's <laughs> accomplice to murder because he just goes, hey, "I got my shoes back. <laughs> Fuck you, bye." <laughs> like, great, nice, yeah. nice example you're setting to your little sister there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted. I forgot about the song as well, which has to be in Bette Midler's contract. 
or she wouldn't have come on the film. Like, I love that she comes on when she she obviously has no idea about the song, no idea like what the lyrics are, and and we kind of buy that because it's a movie. What I like more is there's an actual band already singing "I've Got a Spell on You" or or whatever that song yeah. is, and she comes on stage and like the singer just goes like, "Yeah, take the mic, you do it, yeah." <laughs> like, no, you've been I'm, no, this is my gig. <laughs> like, but yeah, I thought about that. I'm not a huge fan of uh, of songs in in. Uh, movies unless they mean something i thought actually it was gonna be like do they actually have a spell on the parents and that's why they all stay at the end well but yeah I, if I th- that's I, right yeah they didn't sell it enough then for me because i was a bit like they don't seem like you know bewitched or they just seem like normal or they could have been they could have sold that they were more drunk or something and that's why they were keeping there but mm. i know i, I know like what you songs. mean i i definitely <laughs> took it that that was her casting a spell on them but it is it is very convenient that the words she needs to say to cast that spell <laughs> yeah. are the lyrics of a song from 300 years after she died <laughs> but you know there we go i like uh what's the name william or billy the uh yeah uh, he was good and if he's i think he's a big well he's in the trailer because i saw the trailer for the second one like today or whatever uh, and he's in it, and I'm I'm wondering how much. No you're, way! Uh, yeah, so I'm wondering if he's going to be because I was hoping he was going to be a bit more in it, especially when he um, uh, got his mouth open and basically told Winnie to you know fuck off and stuff. I loved it when he first came out of the grave when they first dug him up. He turned to his headstone and like huffed as in he, he kind of went, "Oh fuck, I'm dying." <laughs> <laughs> I just enjoy his insults. It's right. like he's been waiting 300 years, and that's what yeah. he comes out with. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> yeah, I say we're good laughs. I like the, the the broom gag where um obviously one was a normal broom, I think, one was like a, a broom with a straw, and then one was the vacuum cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> of course, like that was a good laugh. It's such a weird movie because I quite enjoyed it, but then again, there's not a lot to I don't know, go into. Like... I mean, yeah, we're we're clearly not the target audience mm. for it anymore. Which is which is fine and and you've got to try to i i feel like it's important when you're criticizing a film to criticize it Mm. on the level of who it's intended for and that's not to say like this film could have been a lot better it could have had more layers like we've we've done pixar movies and new age disney animation movies and so you can make a film that is aimed squarely at children that is still an excellent movie and this isn't excellent Mm. but I wonder if it still holds up with other kids. I'm so intrigued about the sequel because I don't know how you can capture the feel of this movie so quintessentially 90s and slap it in 2022. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they are keeping the same mm. actors, aren't they? It's not they've not even recast yeah, it. It's... No, no, it's all it's all the same as um um uh, what's his name? Uh, Billy, that guy. I think it's the he's this I think it's the same Doug dude, Jones. So I don't know. Yeah. And yeah, and Megner um, and um they're all back. I'm interested in the in just the the plot. Like, how do they come back? Yeah, yeah. Like why why are these why are these sisters back? Is the main thing. Like, they're supposed to be gone. I I didn't know why or how they survived the kiln. Um, they got pushed into a kiln Magic. and burned, and then they they flied up in the air, became green gas, and then went back in like 20 minutes later. And apparently, Magic. according to like the I trivia, think, it's just like yeah, because they're I cursed. think it was just the I think it was the curse bringing them back, and like but yeah it it's the the curse it they they never at any point say oh well if we we're invulnerable until the candle burns down or anything and again it's it's one of those things and i said this about 
Inception, all it would have taken would be one extra ADR line where you shoot the back of one of their heads and have them say, oh, yeah, we're we 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 cannot be harmed as long and as long as we take the soul of one child before the candle burns down we're we're all it's all gravy it's baby not often we want more they, exposition um... in a film is it <laughs> no more exposition tell me why they're not dead god <laughs> damn it <laughs> right there boys final thoughts and wrap up before we get into the pictures matt cool um you know what it is a fun film i do think the Disney Plus ratings right, it is like a nine plus. <laughs> so I would watch it with <laughs> older children and I think we'll have a great time watching it. Once I don't know, he just kinda of, once the tongue and cheek nature of it and there is some just creepy bits. I'd really rather not have a child with nightmares <laughs> for weeks over Billy the Dead Man. Um but yeah, you know, I, I do quite enjoy it. the I, I would show it from an acting perspective to my kids and be like, look acting's fun right look how much fun they're having do you want to get into acting you shouldn't get into acting um <laughs> but yeah i'm gonna give it just on the principle of everything three point three point five billion salts out of five <laughs> three point five nice nice drew i can't really add much to what matt said it it's it is not a perfect film but there is an awful lot of fun to be had. And yeah, I I cannot bring myself to give it any lower than a three either. So I'm going to give it three severed billy fingers by a manhole out of five. Down the middle. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say, if if you haven't watched watched it in a while and you're not going to watch it before the sequel, don't, because it's better in your memory than it is. Watch it again. But it's still enjoyable. It, it dragged a little bit, I think, at the start as we were getting to know the characters. I was like, just, just open on them, trick or treating. Like, why do we all need this? Um, but I got to they probably had to make ninety minutes back then. Um, <laughs> but yeah, still enjoyable. But yeah, not not what you think. I'm gonna give it um, three non magical flying broomsticks <laughs> and five. Very good. Which gives us a gra- oh, oh, sorry, no, we got Rosses, haven't we? Oh yes. Oh yes. Because he, uh, he he's he sent it through a magical potion thing called a text. His <laughs> his review and score. It's a fun film. Performances of the witches are great. Proper pantomime villains. Bette Midler is at home at, as Winifred. Uh, I liked as I <laughs> like I always say I hate ch- uh, children actors. So at least the adult performances make up for them. <laughs> the story has the story has issues, and I finished the film saying it wasn't bad nor amazing, but I understand why it's beloved. It's not the greatest Halloween movie for me, so for that reason, I'm going to give it three dead kids <laughs> out of five. Knew it, fucking oh, knew God. it. <laughs> Brilliant. So three was that three is all round, or I oh, met you on three point five. Yeah, I was three point five. Who was sat there like I didn't yeah. fucking watch it with my kids. Going to score it better than the rest. <laughs> I'm just soft these days. <laughs> So that gives us a grand score of 3.13. A very low recommendation. <laughs> yeah, again, don't, don't, just don't watch it. You already remember what's going to happen. It's probably going to be the same thing in the second. So just let it live on in your, in your, in your memory. <laughs> right, now it's time for one of these virgins to light the sequel pitch black flame candle and create some magic as they pitch me their family-friendly sequel pitches. And then after we'll have a non-family-friendly debate where the pitchers will try to convince me their pitch is the best. 
Let's go for Lol. Matt Festival. True Dad's the Virgins. <laughs> Lol. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> Work that one you, out, kids. You're so open with how you both have kids. I was like, I've got to make virgins because that's what everyone was laughing about in the film. So. <laughs> Uh, it's all right. It just adds another <laughs> plot hole to the movie. It's fine. There's plenty there already. Okay, me, right? Me. Mm. Yes, title, blurb, go. Okay. <laughs> My title is Hocus Pocus, The Sanderson Scares. It's been 30 years and the world has changed. With technology, history is now at anyone's fingertips at any time. But something should be left in the past. <laughs> well done Very yes good. winning on a pun that's what i want because <laughs> the pitch goes a bit left <laughs> so we open on halloween 2022 children playing about trick and treating again and everyone is chuckling and laughing a group of young adults dare to go into the old sanderson house and stream live content there closed since 1993 <laughs> after reports of a double murder the two cages from movie one <laughs> swing in a windless room. <laughs> I told you they might come back. <laughs> and a book can be seen peeking out from some old dust sheets. One of the group picks up the book, which mysteriously opens to a page labelled The Great Redemption and starts reading from the page. Suddenly the light from the room appears to be swallowed by shadows. The only light comes from cracks outside and moonlight. There's gargling heard on a fully black screen until a phone torch is turned on and we see the person with the book has had his throat cut. He's dead. Oh my God. We then <laughs> see black swooshes and terror as the room is culled one by one by the darkness. All of this has been streamed live to the internet and the last shot is three sets of feet walking into the shot lit by a phone torch on the floor in a pool of blood. It's a much more sinister look to the witches of movie one. And the title appears over a fade to black. Hocus Pocus. <laughs> the Sanderson Sis Scares. It's not the Sanderson Sisters. It's the Sanderson <laughs> Scares. So yeah, I'm making an R-rated sequel to Hocus Pocus, basically, because it's Halloween season, <laughs> fuckers. And I love a scary movie. We are then introduced to a woman in her 30s watching a news report on the massacre. We learn it's Danny Dennison. Hey, stupid fucking name. <gasps> But we're going to reprise Thora Birch, who is currently starring in Wednesday, so I thought that's a good time to be cashing in. And <laughs> oh, yet she well appears to be living a happy life, married with a small child. No relevance to the rest of the movie whatsoever. Um, but this rocks her core. She sees the Salem, her home, where she left at 18 to go to college, get far away from all her old scars. We see in the days that follow that she becomes obsessed with the massacre, watching the clips on the internet, trying to pause to catch the faces of the witches. Finally, she manages to see them in that pool of blood reflection. It's the same three. Same actors at the moment, but this time they are truly fucking terrifying. She heads to Salem, feeling compelled to stop them once again. She approaches the house in daylight, sneaks past the cops and sets fire to the place, before going to a cafe for a coffee and a bite to eat. In there, she sees three beautiful women, played by Blake Lively, Isla Fisher and Gal Gadot. They're so mesmerising, like, properly encapsulating. There's definitely definitely filters, some Instagram filters on them, you know. But the cafe <laughs> just doesn't notice them whatsoever, which she finds very disconcerting, and she keeps kind of glancing up at them. So the women eat up their food, and they leave without pain, walking straight past Danny. No one says anything. The plates are covered in, like, some weird red juice. So by alarm by this, she looks out the window to see them again and wants to stare at her. 
and that's when the mask slips and reveals a monstrous witch. Of course, she then panics. So who is she going to call upon? Her <laughs> brother and Alison, who are definitely still at Salem. Why not? Um, so they decide that they need to speak to Thackeray. He's been with them for 300 years. He'd know how to stop them, so they do a Ouija. Only that goes fucking terribly. With all sorts of scares, the house, <laughs> we learn the three have hijacked it. The three witches have hijacked this Ouija. Uh, and they now know where Danny and co are. So they immediately fly in. We're thinking like Dementor style. Is it Dementor's? Deathy to style in Harry Potter where they burst <laughs> through the Weasley house. They're essentially doing that and the humans just about escape. But there's a deep wound in on Alison's arm from like a claw attack. The wound starts festering really quickly, so they rush Alison to hospital. They leave her there, say that they'll come back, and they got to go try and find out how to stop them. They head to the library. Straight after that, we see Alison in hospital. Suddenly the room goes dark, and she suffers another horrible death. And one of the witches, <laughs> Isla Fisher, goes back to finish her off. Like they, by the way, these actors are playing full on serious. This isn't. There's no humor in this whatsoever. Isla Fisher is fucking terrifying in this. She goes back, finishes lost her the off. charm from the original. <laughs> That's it. We learned through the library exposition that once they've consumed enough energy, they thought that the witches can only be stopped by a going cliche and tying them to a stake and burning them, but with blessed wood. So they contact the local church in Salem. Obviously, it's Salem. It has a bunch of this wood, and you know it's kept it from the folklore days. Now they're going to capture the three witches. Social media, yay! God bless social media. They create an event on the internet, and is you know set in the forest. They invite a bunch of young people, and the witches come along. They're looking for more victims, suckers. Turns out though, the locals are all in on the trap, and they try and subdue the three. They capture two of them in the end. Probably some die. Um, but uh, the third gets away. Blake Lively gets away. So they tie him to a stake. They burn him, and the two of them die. Blake Lively is the only survivor, and she swears vengeance. And from nowhere, summons her book again. It comes flying through the air, Thor style. She starts killing off the families of those in attendance through like some suffocating spell. And this is where we see all the families had actually taken shelter in that church. And then suddenly, of course, the face is going purple. They're dropping dead. It's really fucking grim. Loads of child death, Ross. Loads of fucking nice. child death for you, buddy. Very <laughs> yeah. colored, buddy. So don't you worry. Halloween, mate. I got you. So yeah, in one final act of defiance, the rest of the town grabs their pitchforks and their torches and they finally somehow overwhelm I'll leave that to the writers. I'll bring the pitch, not the script. Lots die in the process, of course, but she's tied down to a crucifix and she's burnt. She's still alive the whole time, though. She's fighting it. Something inside is keeping her alive Christ. until Danny grabs that book off her, throws the book on the fire. There's lots of mystical fire stuff. And finally, she's gone. The final scenes of pure silence, just reflecting on it like a proper, like, slow zoom out, taking up into a drone. The drone just shows the massacre of Salem. And, of course, we get to reflect as an audience on the death and destruction. The terror's finally passed. But Salem will never be the same again. <laughs> nice. I like the idea of, like, your final shot is, like, five minutes of people with just, like, their head and their hands going... Jesus Christ! What the fuck? Yeah, There's just a, a load of dead bodies and, and like... destroyed houses and yeah. blood. Like it's like some out of goodness. I can't think. Oh, what a good Sunday <laughs> afternoon movie for the family. Yeah, nine plus. <laughs> I'm targeted nine plus. Yeah. Uh, I haven't got many questions. I like uh, how you're bringing the internet in, um, and I won't go into like, oh, so what? Like the internet knows which is real now because we're not going to make 
a third or whether it doesn't matter. Um, I like you brought it in at the end. Is it going to come in any, anywhere else, do you think? Uh, so I think that's yeah, like... and live stream. <clears throat> Apart from people live streaming and just do Instagram and, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I tried to think more how the internet, internet or... could help. And, you know, the scene where they go to the mm. library, I was like, oh, maybe they just sit and Google it. But then, you know, you've got to get Google product placement and <laughs> maybe we'll go to like a Cozy <laughs> or someone and we'll get like a cheaper Google search engine, <laughs> not Google. Ask Jeeves, man, yeah. AOL. Oh, man. Bing. <laughs> They're still waiting there. Bing, Bing, Bing will fund the whole movie. They're desperate Bing. for press. Bug it. Thanks, Drew. Yeah, Drew's just go. bagged me this week's dub. Uh, I'm going to use Bing <laughs> with some... And next week's sponsors, <laughs> it seems like, of Sequel Pitch. <laughs> um, but yeah, I kind of went, oh, maybe they'll go to the library at Salem. Like, got to feel like there's got to be more of like a timeless mm. vibe to it still. So you don't want it just to sure. be technology. It is still witchcraft. It's still very much 1600s, mm. so... Yeah. They'll probably still have dial-up as well in the same <laughs> library, so that'd be quite a funny scene. My phone's out of battery. Well, we've got on the computer, and they got to like find the LAN cable. And stuff uh, I know that pain. <laughs> right. I get that in bath, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's, uh, yeah, I was going to say, well, I make it, uh, I guess, R-rated, but you've said you're a big Halloween fan or anything. Uh, any Any big scenes or shots or anything that you see in your head that you want to describe and discuss like with. that first scene is just like there's so much mm. darkness and it's the streaks of moonlight with the phone torches and it's like panning quick like like proper <clears throat> it, it's almost more you know you can imagine it more like on a sci-fi movie where it's a lot of like gunfire and like flashing and you just see streaks of black and there's another corpse drops but it's that kind of vibe but very much just with the torch phones and i thought about maybe mm. making that so that the footage was actually off the uh of the camera phones but then i wouldn't use it again later in the movie so i wasn't going to use a trope just for the sake of it but yeah i think and then that really slow as if the, you didn't get already this was an r-rated halloween uh an r-rated hocus pocus they are wearing you know very similar shoes that same colorful socks and you just see that really slow walk of their feet as they step into the light oh, and yeah. into the camera and then I thought maybe the phone gets kind of swiped and that cuts to the uh, the tr- the opening credits or something as well. Like just that, I had a real visceral idea. And then yeah, just some of the like the gore later, the house bit, the, like you say, the bursting through, and they just destroy this house. And the Ouija, Ouija board. board. Ouija board. Ouija. Hoogie boogie board. Hoogie boogie board. Hoogie boogie board. Oh yes, that's what it should be called. Fuck. I love a Ouija board and a good old, uh, a good old film. Cool. <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah, I love it. Drew, over to you, sir. Okay, I've, um, I've. There, there are some similarities, yes, actually, that. but in in completely the opposite okay. direction. Uh, mine is called Hocus Pocus Alakazam. Okay. Um, and thir- the best of the Pokemon. <laughs> uh, 30 years after they are banished, the Sanderson sisters are returned once more, seeking revenge going after the children of Max and Allison and Danny. So, it is Halloween 2023. Max, Allison, Danny and her husband Sam always spend Halloween together every year with their kids and do a sort of Halloween party and the kids go and do a bit, bit of trick-or-treating and come back and stuff. And this year the adults are reminiscing because it's been 30 years since the Sanderson sisters caused havoc in their lives and they have a nice conversation about how there's no way they could ever come back. 
cut to the old Sanderson house and a group of bored kids <laughs> on Halloween <laughs> break in to have some spooky times and they find the spell book left at the witch's house. And after leafing through, one of them has a good read and the witches are resurrected, but they don't have all of their powers. Mm. And it's the same actors. It's it's the same tone. Like it's it's very much bonkers and silly. This is where Matt Matt has made a film for the people who watched it as kids to watch as a as adults without their kids. I'm making a movie that the adults who watched it as kids will want to show their kids. That's this is how I'm differentiating from from Matt. Okay. <laughs> um, so it's it's a big comedy scene, and the witches are all trying to to convince the like trying to be uh scary and trying to be impressive and the kids are all just totally bored gen z like they don't <laughs> care they're all taking tiktoks and instagram videos of these bizarre women um but then one of them gets overconfident and the witches trick him into giving like a drop of his blood or something and they get all of their powers back and turn the teenagers to stone and they're like yeah we're back um and they're like, we. Uh, how long has it been? And they sort of try and work it out and they realise it's been another 30 years and they go, ah, Max and Alison and Danny probably have kids. Let's try and find them and 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 uh, take their kids' souls. Um, meanwhile, the, the two families' kids, the, the group of cousins, are on Instagram and see some of their friends have like posted this really weird video that looks like something their parents told them about and so they all sneak out because they want to see if it's real because there's like a huge debate online of like is this real is it just a tiktok filter it, mm. blah 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 <laughs> lots of topical funny jokes um and so they sneak out and the witches looking at them the adults realize they're gone they go out looking for them they see green smoke coming from the chimney of the sanderson house they realize the witches are back they go there they find the witches um, and the witches kind of trick them into telling them they do have kids. And then the witches like try and blast them with magic. They all dive out the way and they go hunting for the kids. And they, the witches don't want to harm the adults because they want to hurt them by taking their kids. And right. so it turns into a, a race against time. The kids are being chased and hiding all over town and the adults have to try and find a solution. So they turn to the Internet <laughs> um, and they, they like get deep into crazy Reddit. Um, and find find a mad old man who I absolutely want to be played by Christopher Lloyd, um, who who like ha just as a cameo, and he has one scene, and he's insane, and he gives them this really crazy incantation that will um, finish the witches off once and for all. So then the adults are running around town having to find a load of really weird ingredients, and there's there's you have a lot of comedy in this like they have to steal a set of false teeth from a, a lady who's over 95 they have to get um the the, <laughs> the leavings of a dog that were left by said dog no fewer than 10 minutes prior to the spell so they might have to carry a dog with them the whole time and they're constantly feeding it to try and get it to crap um and the the kids are on the run and that's kind of scary um and then they the adults find all the stuff they go back to the house. The witches realise what's happening. They go there to fight them. They're tr the adults are trying to do the spell. The witches stop them, but then their kids all arrive and they distract the witches and they have the big fight. The kids complete the spell. It destroys the witches and the book. The end. 
Nice. Ah, very nice. Very sounds nice. A bit, yeah, sounds a bit family friendly, friendly yeah. to me. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. Like there was, I, I'll like. Let's be frank with the listeners. I'm having a really, really bad. Like that. That I think it's it's our duty as people with sort of incredibly tiny public platforms to make a point and say like i've got terrible mental health issues at the moment um and it's okay and good to speak about this so this pitch was completed uh literally just before we started and i was desperately trying to come up with ideas one idea i did have was a more adult version where the witches come back and go full magic and basically like mind control the president of the u.s and like turn it into a police state and then i was like no i can't I I don't know. I have no idea how I would make that Politics. work. So I've gone. That's pretty big. I've gone simple. <laughs> yeah, that's that would be uh, that would no, be purely <laughs> set out as an evil wanker to traumatize Drew so much that he yeah. just bowed down to me and said, "You win by default," because I know horror films are his favourite. So <laughs> I went for the most horror of horror. That's some good pictures there, boys. Well done. Right. Let's see whose magic is strongest. <laughs> Dear listeners at home, have a listen to these boys slog it out and then let us know on Twitter who should win at sequel pitch and then hashtag pitch Matt for his R-rated burning witches on a crucifix <laughs> or hashtag pitch Drew for his family-friendly finding things to destroy rich, uh, witches treasure cool. hunts. Well, uh, I mean, I'm, just take, I'm taking the microphone right. off you. Give it here. So, you know, oh. he, here's the thing, <laughs> right? taking it. If you want a safe sequel, yeah, Drew's giving you a perfectly safe sequel. It's lovely. <laughs> like, oh, yes, I can see it now, sitting with my nine-year-olds, plus watching it. And it's fine. <laughs> it's funny. But, you know, like, realistically, is that going to bring you the audience that you really want to know? You want to go back to the OGs, the guys that were there with you in the 90s and go, fuck, mm. right, that is how a sequel's done. Wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Glad I didn't bring my kids. You know, that's what that's the kind of reaction you want. That's going to blow the internet. That'll be trending worldwide on Twitter when you do that because people ain't ready for it. People ain't ready. And, you know, even the trailers can give nothing away. So that's one of the reasons you should pick mine. I also feel like I... You kind of fill what was a bit of a void, being like, oh, you know, the witches, they're, they're so almightily powerful, but they can't even do anything apart from shit lightning every time and again and tickle someone. Tick -a -tick -a -tick -a -tick -a -tick you know, I'm like, no, these are fucking witches, bro. These are witches, bro. So that's why you should pick mine. I did. I like, I'm fine for this not to be included in the consideration. I had an idea while we were talking about the review and I didn't write it in i did want to steal a bit from buffy the vampire slayer and have the witches turn a bunch of kids into what their costumes oh, are and chase after the fuck. other kids that's good um, oh yeah that'd be nice yeah. but but i but i didn't include it in the actual pitch so i'm just gonna i'll just leave that there i look i i'm i think that matt matt has an absolute point there is definitely a space in the in in the 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 movie sphere at the moment for ironic or well it's not even ironic but for revisits with a wildly different tone and i i think there could be a there could be an appetite for exactly that and i think matt's got some really cool ideas and as a as a horror movie about witches yeah cool i i think that's good what i would say is that 
I mean, I, I, I think that my guy, the adults having to carry around a dog to try and get it to poop, <laughs> what's is, the breed? Is very. Hey, you either win I'm or lose. Now, what's the that. fucking breed? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Um, saying so, no, that's too fucking British, mate. You've got. You're done. You're done. You're done. Dead. Dead, mate. Nah, no, nah, it's symbolic in America. Queen, and she's just they're, they're one of the, the funniest soul. looking dogs you can't bring on the planet. Corgis in now, you <laughs> sick man. You're sick. <laughs> I, no, she's not just passed when everyone's listening to this. Like the the period of national mourning is over. Isn't <laughs> is that, that, who anyway. fucking knows? Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I I would posit that hey, yeah. Matt's film is for all the people who enjoyed this when they were kids to watch now when they're adults. Mine is also for those people bringing back the original cast. So bringing back the people who watched it as kids can bring their kids and the people who watched it as kids will bring their parents who made them watch it. So my audience is triple the size of Matt. <laughs> there's wow. there's definitely more money in it. And I would I would hope that one could hire a screenwriter who could come up with a script that doesn't have quite as many glaring holes your biggest as the ri- first risk one. with that of course is that people watch the first one again and go no I ain't fucking taking my kids to the <laughs> cinema to see that <laughs> so I'm not a cinema ticket is these days <laughs> 15 quid I ain't waste 60 yeah, quid on that uh, not, a, not if you go somewhere local go somewhere local my like the the, the west way in Froome is still £4 a ticket fucking bath are you listening yeah, bath support local Be cinemas Froome's 20 minutes get up the road get a £10 train ticket to Froome yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> it's not intimate. a big cinema like, it's, 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 our intimate cinema has leather sofas and serves chips Lip. and wine oh mate yeah the, the west way sells you um sells you a little plastic baggie of pick and mix for a pound and it's the cinema where edgar wright saw silence wow. of the lambs tavoli shout so out there tavoli, we go but not a little bit of local cinema be an all you can eat food joint before you were a cinema <laughs> so you don't quite have the same uh you don't quite have the same backing as <laughs> as the Westway. big up Westway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested, was there more on the menu other than chips and wine? Well, that's or was it I just have. chips and wine? Or did you just order <laughs> just chips and wine? Unlimited refills. Imagine that. There you go. There's a business idea. Unlimited refills wow, of chips yeah. and wine during and, a movie. Go yeah, watch Endgame. Unlimited. <laughs> an all-you-can-eat buffet cinema. Oh, my there God. There we go. Right. That's it. Doesn't there matter who wins this episode. What are we doing episode. with this bloody Doesn't podcast, boys? Yeah. We've got business plans right. to make. <laughs> we got a business now. Let's quit the podcast. Bye. Right. <laughs> No, let's end it, I guess. Let's come to an end. All right. Um, two very interesting pictures. Um, actually, I really like both of them. Um, yeah, Matt, I, in terms of an actual sequel, a, uh, an expected sequel to, to Hocus Pocus, it's not, but it could be a very interesting way to take the franchise. If not, just, I can definitely see it. I, I know it's supposed to be a sequel, but I can just see it as like a new, yeah, like Witches franchise. Well, if you don't take it, I'm going to do like one of them Power Rangers fan fiction things. Like, so many of them are R rated. Yeah. I'm just oh. going to hit up the Pocus lot. Yeah, and like, yeah. Fuck you, you could have had this, but I'm taking just it. Make your own, yeah, just trailer or something that's, uh, yeah, two Boom. minutes completely R rated. Get the money and then, then make it. Yeah. I like everyone's back. Um, it did feel a little similar to the first and a kind of, well, it's just like they're, they're stopping witches uh, uh, 
And it's like, why, why, what, like, also the motivation of, like, apart from Danny seeing it on the news and going, I have a connection, why is she so determined to stop them herself? Kind of like what I did with science too, really, and it? People get obsessed over trauma, and <laughs> she just gets landlocked in an obsessive traumatic episode and has to deal with it. Yeah. Wow. Okay, okay. Uh, and Drew, yeah, say the 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 sort of expected sequel that we 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 were expecting. Um, I liked I liked the opening. I liked the yeah, a lot of comedy, uh, in it. Um, when you were talking about uh carrying a dog, definitely hilarious. And then I was a bit like, I wonder if it should be a black cat because that would make I guess more sense to Halloween in the film. But then is a is a cat pooping as funny as a dog pooping? I don't I, I can't I don't explain why. It but it's not. I know. Like if you're waiting for a dog to poo, you're like, hey, if you're waiting for a cat you know to poo, you're like, wouldn't poo out of pure stubbornness. Like... Right. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and yeah, I, um, yeah, I'm like saying anything, uh, was a bit, yeah, just details, I guess, connecting two and three and stuff, but very enjoyable. And I think I'm going to give it to Drew this week. I, I, I really, I, I, th- I can, really, I can see this being a, actually like an actual sequel. I mean, you can the, see uh, this in two weeks' time, or the only thing you can I see would... this now on Disney Plus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, now I guess, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I like, I like when you said the witches were gaining their powers at the start, and then I thought you were going to, you were going to continue that the whole thing, and that was going to maybe be their downfall. Is like they didn't have all their powers back. So that's the only thing I would put in is like they, uh, they, 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 they kill the kids at the start and get a bit of power, but then they realize they need more. More kids to get more power, and then the family saves the day at the end. Yeah, but th- I mm. yeah yeah no that's that's a good note. I'll um I'll take that on board. Thanks. <laughs> well done, Drew. Way <laughs> well well big round of applause. Everyone at home, oh, stop what you're doing. You're just on the bus. Peak the mic clap. for three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you tell our listeners next uh, episode's film drill? So with it. Being Halloween season, I'm I can't believe that I'm hosting for the scariest movie we're gonna do this year. Um, for fuck's you're, sake. You're good with scary movies, aren't oh, you? Oh, I'm so good with them. I'm really looking forward to this. Um, we are going to be reviewing and pitching sequels, and this is I think this is the first time we've done this mm. for Halloween Kills. So last Halloween we did the 2018 <laughs> Halloween reboot. Yeah. And now we get to go back in and kind of go, okay, how close were our sequels while we review the movie and then pitch our sequels to the actual sequel yeah. rather than the sequels that we made up. Meta. I'm not looking forward to it off the back of Halloween. No spoilers in case you haven't seen our episode on Halloween. Go back and listen to it. <laughs> I did not enjoy it. So I can't wait to see this new yeah. film. And Yay! we uh we have a returning returning guest, um Kat Hughes, who joined us for Top Gun, mm. um, is <laughs> is a yes. horror maestro. So she uh, mm. we will have a proper horror aficionado judging the sequel. Just saying if Kat was on this episode, you know fucking well I'm walking away with that. <laughs> well, it's if you haven't listened to our Top Gun episode that Kat was on, go back and listen because she does a perfect Halloween pitch. <laughs> but it's for Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. the pitch she had is amazing. But it was 
Uh, it was it, it was Top Gun, so uh, it was very good. It, I was very impressed. Yeah, so I can't wait for it to actually be given like a, ho- a Halloween uh, a material and uh, let it go wild. It's gonna be great. <laughs> right, and now comes to the worst part of the episode: the end. Ah, oh, it's a big thank you to everyone who's listening. If you're new to our podcast, we have sequelized over fifty films. So go back and trick your ears into a treat this Halloween by listening to our whole collection. <laughs> have we ruined your favourite movie by pitching a terrible sequel? Let us know on the socials by searching sequel pitch, and let us know what movies you would like us to sequelize and what movies you would like us to leave the fuck alone. And would you like to donate to sequel pitch to help us grow? Head to Patreon slash sequel pitch and become a pitch pal. Yeah. That is that is sorry I forgot to ask. That is actually Patreon. That is our it, uh, pa- Patreon.com forward slash sequel pitch. I even wrote dot com. <laughs> it's fine. They, it's all in the show notes. Yeah. They're all there. All the links are right yeah. there. So it's goodbye from me, Andy Henry, your biggest pitch pal. Goodbye from our winner, Drew Toynbee. Goodbye, everyone. And commiserations to our very, <laughs> a very sulky runner-up, Matt Rush. And the light started fading. And we hear gargling. <laughs> and that fucking slap Andy Henry's throat. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. Bye. <laughs> Can't believe I'm a parent. <laughs> <laughs>